afternoon, everyone, and happy Friday. Welcome to the Market Close Report for Friday the 3rd of February. Well, look, the Aussie market has actually had quite a cracking few days and really quite a few weeks of improvements as well. So today we had the ASX 200 lifting in the order of 46.5 points or 0.6%, finishing at 7,558. The All Lords up in the order of half a percent as well. So it means we've had three straight days of gains, but also five consecutive weeks of advances as well. But we've also been closing in on a record high. And today we got the closest we've been all week to it, uh, in the order of about 70 points away at this stage and getting to within 0.9% of hitting an all-time high. So even though the momentum perhaps has slowed a little over the past week and a half, we, are, we have been steadily approaching those levels. And of course, we're continuing to have the best start that we've had to a year in a, uh, since 1986 here in Australia. Now, it has been a huge week, really dominated uh, by two things central bank meetings around the world and US profit results. We had a rate hike in the US, which was as expected a quarter of a percent. We had a half a percent rate hike in the UK and also by the European Central Bank uh, last night as well. Uh, but there are signs that most of these central banks are getting closer, it seems, to that point where they can perhaps at least consider the idea of uh, pausing on rate hikes. And that has been quite supportive for markets. But if we look at the sectors today, really there were just two sectors that missed out on the fun. It was the utilities and the materials, which really was the main reason why the market did not improve more significantly. So if it wasn't just for the materials today falling by 1.4% as a group, the market would have actually jumped by around 1% rather than 0.6 of a percent. The utilities, as I said, down, but not by much, only by about a tenth. And as far as the contributors to the gains are concerned, healthcare stocks up 2.5%, property companies up around 2.4. We also had some strong gains coming through from the banks and the retailers as well. Now, if we look at the uh, best and worst performers as far as stocks go, one of the best was Commonwealth Bank. Now, not a huge gain, only up about 1.3%, but it is the second largest stock on our market and it hit a record high today as well. So in an interest rate, uh, an, an environment where interest rates are rising, it can help uh, the profitability of some banks. Elsewhere, we had CSL lifting a good 3%. This is a vaccine maker, the largest stock in the healthcare sector. 3% higher means it's actually cracked a 52-week high today. Pinnacle Investment Management up in the order of 9.5%. It was the best on the ASX 200. The only problem is it has really fallen heavily over the prior four days. So it just bounced back from those declines. And finally, Flight Center, again, not the best of the day, but it was the best this week. It rose 13%. Over, uh, over the course of the week. Now, one of the main reasons here is it basically announced the acquisition of a UK travel group, which is going to facilitate entry into the luxury travel market in both the UK and also the United States. As far as the losers are concerned today, Fortescue Metals, BHP, Rio Tinto, some of the big mining stocks, again, that was the main reason why the market could not have improved more significantly. One thing of note here, Romilius firstly, down 7.5% as well, but the reason um, why we've seen uh, mining stocks dropping back is that commodity prices have taken a bit of a hit in the past day, uh, in, including iron ore prices. But we've got to remember that when we look at mining stocks, they were actually the driving force of our market in January. And it was the main reason why we had such a, a strong start to 2023. Insurance Australia Group down about 2.1% today. Now, it actually came out with another update uh, providing investors uh, the latest on how things are going with the New Zealand floods. Now, three days ago, IAG said that 
uh, it's already received 5,000 claims linked to the severe floods and, and the storms. Today, it said it's received 15,000, more than 15,000. So that number is just continuing to lift. And it was a reason why many of the, the, uh, the, the major uh, insurance stocks struggled today. One thing of note though, is that IAG only fell by uh, at about 2%. It was down about 7.5% at its worst today. Now, Megaport, it actually rose by 6.7% uh, today, but it's on this list because it was the worst of the week. It actually fell 20% over the last five days. And that was mainly because it warned of lower profits ahead, and that triggered a number of brokers to basically downgrade their expectations for where the stock might be in 12 months time. Now, currency-wise, the Aussie dollar mixed really against most currencies. It has weakened against the greenback in the past day, sitting about 70.6 US cents. It's weaker against the Kiwi, the Japanese yen, the sterling, but it did actually edge a little higher against the Euro. Now, looking forward to tonight, the main thing to really watch is going to be the non-farm payrolls report. Now, this is just a fancy way of saying an update on jobs, which will be out in the United States. This is a monthly report that tells uh, investors and economists basically how much, how many jobs have been added or lost, what the unemployment rate is sitting at and the like. It's always important for the discussion around interest rate hikes in the future. The second thing of note is that in the past day, we've had Amazon, Apple, and Alphabet, three of the largest companies in the United States, releasing their profit results after the close of the market this morning. Now, combine these three at two and a half si times the size of the entire Australian share market. And for all of them, there was something in their reports that disappointed investors. And that's why in after hours trade, they all fell. So if that continues tonight, it could certainly be a weight on tech stocks and also on the broader S&P 500 and the Dow as, as, uh, as well. So just something to watch. But next week, all eyes will be on the Reserve Bank. It's meeting for the very first time this year on Tuesday, widely expected to lift rates again, the ninth time. It'll be raising interest rates if that comes true since May last year when it started to tighten monetary policy. A quarter of a percent is the most likely outcome. On that note, everyone, have a great evening, a fantastic week, and we'll do this again next week.